TPO Rankings. Hello and welcome to round 16 of the TPO Rankings Show, a show where we discuss Australian football through the lens of the TPO Rankings. You can think of it like the FIFA World Rankings, but for uh, 197 Australian football clubs, soon to be about 350. We'll talk to you about that another time. Jake joins me on Skype uh, via Brisbane. Jake, how are you this evening? Very well, Cody. Very well. How are you going today? Yeah, doing real well. Thank you. Uh, good start to the week. So, but yeah, looking forward to this show. Um, as I don't really know what to expect, Jake's come up with a bit of a, a fun segment around uh, home field advantage. Does it exist in the NPLs around Australia? Um, or are you better off playing from home sometimes? <laughs> and, and how does that differ from maybe competition to competition, state to state? So, that's all I've got, but you guys know as much as me, Jake has a little bit up his sleeve. So I, I, Jake, I do like, Cody, yeah. that you say a little um, interesting segment. I, I should say that for those that are into the data and, and yep. like to get into the or nerd out on some of the stats and numbers, then it's, it's definitely mm-hmm. interesting, and I'll try and make it interesting for, for, those, for that, those who aren't, yeah, so that, that way <laughs> that aren't that way inclined. I'm sure it'll be interesting. Um, it's a discussion you hear sometimes in the A-League, some clubs do very well away from home and not so well at home. Um, so let's see how it, it plays out in some of the MPL leagues. But first, as always, we, we go to the recap. So we had four games we previewed uh, from the weekend. Uh, I'll start with my two games. We had the, the Moreland Derby, City versus Zebras, and we both went into the game backing Zebras. Uh, they were they were slight favourites, and actually Moreland City got up 3-2. So there you go. Zebras, uh, off the back of that loss, have fallen three spots to 60th on the rankings. Moreland City have climbed three places uh, to 63rd. So they're very close, and uh, yeah, basically fighting for the honour of the highest-ranked uh, Victorian MPL 2 club. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I want to say about that one. My next game was Adelaide Raiders uh, in the South Australian Div 1 competition. Adelaide Raiders versus White City uh, Woodville. So the, this is the only game out of the four uh, the TPO rankings and the TPO supporters differed on in the voting. We went we backed uh, White City and the supporters backed uh, Raiders. Result was one all. So in terms of the voting, that game is actually scrapped because you can't vote for a draw on Instagram stories. You've only got two two options. In terms of the rankings, um, White City were slight favourites. So although they, they drew, they actually dropped a few TPO points, but they stayed in the same position, so 82nd on the rankings. And the Raiders actually climbed four spots up to 84th, so only two, po- two spots behind them there. Jake, your two games. Yes, and I went to New South Wales this week, so I had uh, the MPL two games, the top of the table clash between Sydney Olympic and Apia Leichhardt. Uh, these two teams obviously played each other as well during the week in the FFA Cup, and Apia uh, had a win there and knocked out Sydney Olympic. We uh, backed Apia as the favourites for this game as, as well, and the supporters also picked Apia, and it ended up in a one-all draw, so another one of those ones that'll get scrapped for, for the purposes of our voting. Um, a combination of this, because usually when we look at the movement in TPO rankings, we look over the last seven days. So a combination of this league result, the draw, and also the um, Arpia win in the FFA Cup through the week, um, it's actually seen Arpia move um, above Blacktown City. They're up into 12th in the TPO rankings. Um, Olympic, on the other hand, have actually fallen one place to 18th in the rankings. So they picked up a few TPO points in the draw, but the loss through the week has sent them down. The, the second game I had was, uh, as I said, also in the New South Wales NPL. It was Blacktown City and Sydney United um, on Sunday. We had Blacktown City as the favourites in this one. 
supporters, you guys also picked Blacktown City, and we were both wrong in this case. So United got up 1-0. Um, and Blacktown, have, that kind of rounds out a pretty um, average or poor week for them. They lost in the FFA Cup, um, and it's the first time they haven't made the round of 32. In um, so four years out of four, they had qualified, got knocked out by Rockdale City Suns. Um, and then they have obviously lost um, this weekend against United. So in terms of the rankings, they've actually fallen down to 14th place. So they've dropped below Arpiat and Central Coast Mariners. So they're, they're no longer above the A-League clubs. Um, Sydney United, in this uh, on the back of this win, picked up some TPO points, but they actually stay in 20th. Okay. Uh, and those were my two games. Awesome. So, yeah, out of four games, two are draws, so we scrapped them. So out of two, the remaining two... We both got zero. That's pathetic. I think that might be the first week we, we didn't get any right. Uh, granted, we only previewed four games, but not a good showing, guys. Not very. Uh, I'm going to put this on you a little bit, Cody, because you keep yeah. restricting me to only two or three games when I really want to pick more. Yeah. Well, yeah, we could be here all night. I guess <laughs> we, we would pick be twenty okay. games. So that keeps us um, on the on the leaderboard yeah, there we're on 29 and supporters you guys stay on 27 so we've still got that two point gap i believe we've got about five games this week preview but that's at the end of the show jake any other uh, movements on the rankings worth mentioning yeah there's a couple there so Campbelltown city from the south australian mpl your your favorite team um, oh, yeah. at the moment cody they're now in the top 25 for the first time this season and, and probably the first time in a long while um, mm. i haven't i might actually go back and find out when the last time if if ever they've made it um they're actually in 23rd. Uh, they beat Croydon Kings over the weekend, um, and dropping out of the 25, or you know, in, in place of uh, Campbelltown, is Green Gully, who have actually fallen down to 28th. A uh, couple of other movements. South Melbourne, we, we mention them every week as they fall further down the, the rankings. They're down to 25th, so they're on the cusp of falling outside the top 25. Uh, they actually had a loss to Bulleen Lions over the weekend, who are bottom placed in the Victorian NPL, so not a good result for South. Um, and finally, Olympic FC in Queensland, they're now the highest-ranked Queensland MPL club. Uh, Brisbane Strikers have fallen very quickly. For a long time there, they were in about 22nd, 23rd, 24th. Uh, they're now down to 33rd after wow. losing to Peninsula in the FFA Cup 3-0 last weekend. Uh, and then they had a loss over the weekend in the um, the MPL here as well. So a very quick that's, fall from that's grace. That's crazy, Jake. You usually don't see clubs up that, that high fall so quickly. So... But on the other hand, a couple good, really big wins could see them, them come up a few spots. So it's it's yeah. not all doom and gloom for the strikers. It, yeah, it's getting it's... pretty tight as well in that kind of, from about 24, 25 on the rankings down to about where uh, strikers are now in mm-hmm. about 30 or early 30s, the um, the TPO points are actually getting quite tight so that you can see the club move fairly quickly. Um, and yeah. the FFA Cup results, as we've mentioned in the past, have a bigger impact on the rankings as well. So a 3-0 loss against a team uh, from the division below you is going to have a pretty big impact uh, in a negative way. Hell yeah. Okay, well, that's part one done uh, and dusted. Part two, home field advantage. So, yeah, as I mentioned earlier, Jake, as usual, I don't really know what you're talking about here. You give you a bit of freeway. and uh, But, um, yeah, just let's take it away, Jake. I just make this stuff up as I go, don't I? That's, uh, that's half the fun of it. But uh, Exactly. Let's hear it. I think I started this week looking for something else to talk about, and, and as I was digging into this, I just found some interesting data anyway and some numbers that I thought, you know, that's worth talking about. So a little bit of context. One of the things that we factor into the TPO rankings algorithm that kind of sits behind all of this is the home field advantage. Um, Now that 
kind of variable that's put in there. It's, it's in its essence, and I don't want to get into the details, but it's a self-correcting formula in the sense that it, it changes with the results. So if more home teams are picking up TPO points than away teams, the factor that, that is in that algorithm changes with that to adjust. Um, so essentially we can look at that over time and see what it's doing to see if more home teams are picking up point, TPO points um, than away teams. So, and, and as you would imagine, over the course of a season when you've got every team playing each other home and away, we can get some um, pretty good numbers out of that. We're at the halfway point of the season for a lot of these leagues, um, some not even quite that far. So you can kind of take some of this data with a grain of salt. It, it's almost a snapshot, but it's not the full story. Um, so what I've, the reason I've kind of decided to show some of this, because by itself it's not a particularly interesting um, set of numbers or, or story, but I've, I have come across some numbers here when I split it out between all the leagues that we cover that I thought that was worth mentioning. So I'm going to get an image up on the screen for, for the YouTube watchers. If you're listening via podcast, I'm going to explain it so you don't actually need to have the image there, but um, if you're watching the video, you probably prefer to look at an image than, than keep watching me talking, so that's why we're putting it up there. But what you'll see um, is we've split each of the leagues that we cover, and there's about, um, I think, 16 I've got on the screen there. So I haven't looked at A-League, I haven't looked at the... National Youth League at the moment. It's just those 2018 leagues that we cover. Now, what we've got is at the top of the graph, and, and I'll run through some of them, are the, the leagues that are currently showing um, that there is a home team advantage this point in the season. Now, the size of the bar, I haven't got numbers on there, but the size of the bar, kind of the, obviously the, the bigger the bar or the, the longer it is, the more of an advantage that we're seeing so far. So a couple of those leagues where we are seeing a home field advantage play out is the New South Wales NPL, the Victorian NPL, um, you've got the Queensland Second Division, the FQPL, uh, and to a lesser extent you start going down, you've got the New South Wales, New FM League, ACT, Tasmania, and South Australian NPL. There's a couple of leagues in here, and, and I'll get your opinion on some of these in a minute as well, but one of these in particular surprises me that I'm about mm. to mention, and that's the Queensland NPL, which mm. is essentially showing so far that there's zero uh, home field advantage in 2018, um, and they're a little over halfway. And the reason that one surprises me is because Queensland, more than probably any other state, has tr a lot of you know, longer travel, uh, travel where they have to actually fly. So you've got yep. a team from Cairns, you've got uh, Townsville, You've got Mackay, we've got you know, out to Toowoomba, Gold Coast, even uh, Bundaberg. So there's a lot of travel, and, and that's one of the factors that I think usually plays into to the home team having the advantage, particularly in a semi-professional league where you tend to fly in the day of the game, which can be mm. tough. Um, but probably the most interesting or su maybe surprising is the word part of this is as we go down even further, the leagues I haven't mentioned yet that I will now what we're seeing in this graph um, in the data so far is that a lot of these remaining leagues not only don't have a home field advantage, but we're actually seeing an advantage to the away team. Um, and this is averaged over the entire set of results so far. So um, Northern New South Wales, MPL, both of the Northern Territory leagues, interestingly, um, the South Australian State League, New South Wales, MPL2, but the, the main one there is the Victorian MPL2, where we're seeing a very big uh, advantage to the away teams. Um, and just to put a few numbers around it for those kind of listening in, yeah. in the, the Victorian, um, M, well, yeah, I'll start there. The Victorian MPL2, there's been about 150 games. 
51 of those have been won by the home team, but 71 have been won by the away team. Um, and in terms of the TPO points that are transferred, it's, a, it's quite a large number as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I'm a little bit unsure as to how to interpret it in one sense. And, and as I say, as we play it the rest of the season, I'll keep a track on these and see where it ends up. But this is just one of those things. I don't know about you, Cody, but if, if I had had to predict what this would look like before I ran the numbers, I would assume that there's probably a home field advantage to almost every league, maybe yeah. some less than others and, and maybe sure. near zero. But I definitely didn't expect to see uh, you know, such a big advantage to the away team in some of these leagues. Yeah, well, I guess um, there's, a, there's an aspect of randomness there in that um, we've, we're at the half point, halfway point of a lot yeah. of these leagues and now we'll see the corresponding fixtures and, we'll, and then we can look back at the end of the season and actually go, okay, well, they've played home and away now. We may have just seen in Victoria and Peel too that the better teams were away more often against some of the... I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I guess I, I do agree in that if you had asked me at the start of the season... Would there be a home field advantage in, in most leagues? You'd say, yeah, yeah, less in some, but in all of them, I would say, yes, I think there would be. And it's very interesting to see that bar graph, Victorian NPL 2 in particular, it's so negatively skewed um, to the away team. It's, it's interesting stuff. But as, as you said as well, I am interested to see at the end of the season where, where this has played out. Particularly, I mean, the, the Victorian one's really interesting because when you, you look at MPL 2, like we said, there's an away team advantage quite significantly. But in the MPL in Victoria, it's the other way and you've got the home field advantage. So, um, yeah, might, maybe it needs a bit more investigation on my part. Um, I think that might be something that's interesting just to kind of look at maybe, like you say, a part of it's going to be fixturing and, and given we're only at the halfway point. But... Um, mm. Yeah, no, it's, a, it's an interesting one. Um, Jake, I, what I would like yeah. to see is um, we just concluded the A-League season a few weeks back, so maybe you could, in all your spare time there, uh, <laughs> run <laughs> run it for the A-League season of, uh, of the year and see yeah, yeah. maybe what, in fact, that was, because that, that would be interesting. Um, I would like to see that now we've actually had the competition um, finished. I'll tell you what I'll do, Cody, and I shouldn't be signing myself up for more work because um, I've already got enough that, that I keep telling you I'm going to do. I'm going to look at the A-League for you, but I'll do it actually since 2005 because I think it'd be okay. interesting to look at each season um, what that home field advantages look like hmm. um, over time. Uh, that I, would be a really like good said, graphic, I, I think. Yeah, yeah and I, obviously there's travel, there's um, you know different crowds at, at different... Uh, I imagine you know the home crowd obviously has an impact and some teams have bigger crowds or more vocal crowds or intimidating than others. Um, but there were times in the early days where I remember like the that Phoenix. the... Yeah, like the Phoenix, yes. Um, but that, yeah, there were times earlier in the um, in the A-League's life where I remember there being a lot of away teams winning. Um, mm. and, and maybe that's just something that stood out um, but, but wasn't actually seen across the whole, whole season. But I might go and look into that. So yeah. there you go. I've signed myself up. Cool. Sounds good. Well, thanks, Jake, for that. Let's move on to this week's coming games. So... I'm going to start with my two games and we'll let Jake wrap up with his uh, few games. So I go to the ACT MPL, so the capital down there, Canberra. So this is uh, Canberra FC versus Canberra Olympics. So they're predicted to finish first and second on the ladder. And these two are arguably the two strongest teams in the ACT. Uh, Tuggeranong obviously would have something to say about that because they're in second on the ladder at the moment. Um, uh, Canberra Olympic are sitting in third, so they're behind Tuggeranong. Just one point, but they do have two games in hand, so if they pick up a few points, they would be second. Uh, going into the game, we have Canberra Olympic as favourites. They're 52nd on the rankings, uh, ranking, while Canberra are 66. Um, 
So yeah, Canberra Olympic favourites, but uh, yeah, it should be a, should be an interesting game. My second game then is Forest Field United versus Sorrento in the WA NPL. Sorrento are just not having a great year at all so far. They um they're one point outside the relegation zone. Forest Field are doing a little bit better. They're three points above um, three spots. Sorry, three spots above Sorrento. Um, and actually maybe even three points, yeah. But, uh, yeah, only four points outside the relegation zone. So this game is very important for both clubs in, in terms of survival, and I'm sure they, they definitely will both want to be in the NPL next year, so they need to start winning games like these. In terms of the rankings, Sorrento uh, are on 81st, Forestfield United 109th, which makes Sorrento quite Oh, not heavy favourites, but um, yeah, definitely, definitely favourites there. So that's my two games, pretty quick. Jake, what are you? What are your games? So this week I'm doing something a little differently. Usually we look at the league games, but um, there's a number of leagues that don't have uh, a round this weekend, uh, mostly because of FFA Cup. So this week my eye is squarely on the FFA Cup qualifying games that are on around the country. Um, the first one I've got three here. So and I should say this time next week we'll know. Uh, if not, I don't think we'll quite know the full 32 clubs, but we'll yep. be almost there. So there's a number of games on the 9th, 10th and 11th of June this weekend that are that are very important. So the first one I've got is in Queensland, and it's Lions FC versus Peninsula Power. Um, and it seems that we talk about Peninsula Power pretty much every week at the moment. And, and to be honest, there's good reason. They're undefeated in 18 games now. They're basically guaranteed to win the FQPL, and I don't want to jinx them, but they're so far in front. Um, and they'll, they'll be surely winning promotion to the NPL next year. Um, and last week they dominated Brisbane Strikers in the FFA Cup and, and got that 3-0 win. So uh, they're looking really good. But Lions are in good form as well. Um, they're currently fourth on the NPL ladder. They're predicted to finish seven, uh, second. Sorry. And the last time, because these two teams obviously, um, for the, or not obviously, for those outside of Queensland, these two clubs were in the Brisbane Premier League for a number of years. So they, they, they know each other well. But the last time the Peninsula was able to beat Lions was back in 2015. So, um, the, you know, the head-to-head -head probably favours Lions, but Peninsula are looking very strong. So the probabilities suggest that Lions are favourites, 40.8% chance of winning. Peninsula power, 36.7%. So quite a close game. Lions ranked 32nd in the, in the TPO rankings, Peninsula 38th. I'm in really interested to see how our fans vote, Jake. I, I have a feeling... We're back in lines just slightly on the rankings, um, on, the, on our probabilities, but I reckon Peninsula Power is some of our supporters' favourite team. Um, so I reckon I reckon we'll be uh, they'll be voting for Power on this one. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. I might actually try and get out to this game because um, it just seems like one of those that you, you don't want to miss. So Anyway, moving on from that one, I'm going to the South Australian, uh, the final down there, the last qualifying game between Adelaide Comets and Croydon Kings, and I believe this one's on Monday, um, down there. Okay. Croydon Kings obviously having a pretty torrid season so far in the NPL. They were champions last year, so reigning champions. They're now in the relegation zone and, and less than 12 months, a very big fall from grace. But here they are, one game away from the national stage again. So uh, that, and that would be the second time we see them at the round of 32. Adelaide Comets, on the other hand, have never qualified uh, and they're having quite a good season. They're, they're, oh, they came closest in 2016 in, to qualifying. They, as I mentioned, they lost, uh, sorry, as I mentioned before, they were they're in fourth on the ladder. Uh, and in terms of that previous FFA Cup qualifying, they, they got to round seven. So this same stage in 2016 and lost. So it'll be interesting to see. I think they um, are coming out favourites, 49% probability of winning. 
Croydon Kings 29%, and Adelaide Comets, one of those clubs currently in the top 25 in the, in the country. And then my final one is the Tasmanian final, the, the qualifying game down there, and it's Devonport City versus South Hobart. Um, South Hobart, well known in the early years of the FFA Cup. They qualified in 2014 and 2015. They started the season in MPL down there quite slowly. They seem to have found their groove again. They're, uh, they're back up into third place in the rankings, uh, in the table, sorry, there. Five wins from their last five games. But Devonport uh, are also looking really good, and they're actually second on the ladder. So um, the only time that these two teams played each other so far this season, Devonport got a 2-1 win. So, mm-hmm. you know, form, table, head-to-head this year would all suggest Devonport City. The TPO rankings, though, are saying that South Hobart, who are ranked 43rd uh, in the country, have a 59% chance of winning. So they're quite heavy favourites over Devonport, who are 73rd on the rankings and are given a 21% chance of winning. So this is one of those ones that if I was voting, I'd be looking very closely at Devonport City to cause an upset, at least by the TPO rankings, probability-wise. Absolutely. Oh, some interesting FA Cup games. Absolutely, that's that's exciting stuff. And guys, those five games will be up on on Instagram stories on Wednesday, Wednesday slash Thursday for you to get yeah. voting. We should also mention, Cody, just quickly that obviously since the the show last week, there was a whole heap of FA Cup games that have been uh, played and finished, mm. and there's a number of clubs qualified, which we won't go through the list, but uh, get on the social media, ours and everyone else's. You'll you'll see all the results there. Uh, right now it's Monday night while we're recording Gwellop. Croatia has just qualified. Um, they beat Florit Athena 4-1. And as I look at the score, I've got the live score right here. Uh, Almadal is 3-1 up over ECU Jundulup with wow. about 20 minutes to go. So ECU Jundulup looking good for qualification as well. Didn't you just say Armadale were up 3-1? Armadale are up. Armadale looking good for qualification. <laughs> <laughs> quality, quality. Um, fantastic <laughs> no nah, we're leaving that one in cool all right well that's that's the show guys thanks very much for following along as always you can get um a weekly stats packet we send out uh, via pdf oh sorry via email it's a pdf um free for you to download uh it's got heaps of interesting stats what jake puts together basically to run our show each week but it's it's full of much much more we don't even really touch on a lot of the time it's really interesting stuff from all the all the mpls around the country and mpl2 so get amongst it you can sign up uh via our website tporeadings.com in the footer of i think every single website page otherwise just get in contact with us and we can put you on the list jake anything for you to say before we head off Nothing from me, Cody. I think that's uh, that's a wrap. Legendary. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week. Bye. The T-P-O Rankings.